brought to you by the Prospect Athletic Boosters. I'm Dylan Hebert, joined alongside Claire Weinkoop. This week's football game is on Thursday, but this Saturday is big for the girls' swim and dive team as they host their Battle Royale, inviting schools from all across Illinois to race in this highly competitive meet. Joining us is diver Avery Wagner alongside varsity swimmer Kay Parisi. How are you guys? I'm doing good. good. How about you? Good. Uh, Avery, how and when did you decide you wanted to be a diver? Um, I've been a gymnast my whole life, and I wanted to try something new, so I figured that diving would be a good opportunity to do that. So there was a camp going into my eighth grade year that I did with um, a couple of my friends. So that got me into it, and I got to know the coach, I got to know the team a little bit, and then that just carried into my high school season. So when did you start gymnastics, and why did you quit? I started gymnastics uh, maybe second grade around, and I don't do it anymore because I have back problems, so I'm not able to do it. <laughs> and Kate, how did you get into swimming? Well, I've been doing swimming since I was like extremely young. I was put in swim lessons like as soon as I was born, um, and then it just I've just continued since. What about this team is so special to you too? I feel I think from. <sighs> I can't talk. It's different from any other team that I've seen or that I've been on, but it's everyone has such a close bond and there's so much team building that we do that everyone gets really close with each other and it's just such a cool like connection to see all the positivity and like I don't know, just the relationship between the swimmers and divers is so good. I agree. Because of all the team bonding we do, we always get, or not we always, we um, really get to know each other. And since our team is um, not, not necessarily small, but like I'm also on the track team, which is like a lot bigger, probably twice the size as um, the swim team, we all do get to know each other a lot better. And that's important to you, to get to know everybody and to be a part of that? Yeah, of course. I love to make friends and get to know everyone. Yeah, I think it's really important for like the team dynamic to even cheering each other on at meets because like swim and dive are both somewhat independent sports we're not you're not it's not like football where you're like playing all at the same time as your team it's a very like you're competing almost against yourself in a way so I think even being on the sidelines cheering for each other that's such a huge part of the sport that motivation that you can give each other. Avery what kind of goals do you have for your diving this year? A lot of my goals this year were like being more positive and more optimistic about, um, I don't know, kind of everything like, diving is such a mental sport, so it's hard to get caught up in like the mental blocks and stuff. So obviously I wanna improve and get harder and better skills, but a lot of it was just being more comfortable on the board and just like going for things quicker than I did before. And since it's so mental for you, how do you work towards that? Like, how do you train to meet those kinds of goals? It's so, so our coach, Coach Bondi, is so good with this. He is very um, accommodating for mental blocks and stuff like that, where if you do, if you're nervous or whatever it may be, he's, he figures out a way to, like, transfer that over. Like, we might go in the gymnastics room so it's not on the board or whatever. Like, he makes... There, I'm not explaining this good, but there's things that he can do that like, make it easier for you to slowly progress instead of just, it's like, it's not an all or nothing sport. You slowly work up towards it. Um, so Avery, what do you think are the biggest team goals this season for diving and then Kate for swimming? Um, I think for diving, it's kind of what I said before, but just staying positive and staying close with the team because 
again, that's so important for the team dynamic. But just working together and supporting each other. Yeah, like she said, supporting each other. I want everyone to be on their feet, cheering for each other during swimming and diving. And what do you think the most important meet for you this season is, either of you, and why? Probably sectionals, just because it's going to be my last meet as a high school swimmer. And um, that's also where we taper. That's basically an elongated rest where we cut down yardage per practice. And it's an opportunity to swim really fast. And also, everybody um, gets super close during championship season. And we're very supportive of each other. I would say pretty much the same thing. Conference and sectionals would be the biggest meets. They're just same thing, same as what Kate said, really. And the other big meet that we have coming up is the prospect hosted invite, the Battle Royale, which is this Saturday. So I'll start with you, Kate. How are you preparing for this at practice, both mentally and physically? Obviously, working hard at practice makes a huge difference. Working on starts, turns, finishes, all that. But also, we got a um, we have a meet on Thursday as well against Wheeling, so that will be a great opportunity to like prepare for the battle royale and see where we're at time-wise and practice cheering for our teammates. And Avery, how are you preparing for the battle royale? We're all trying to still create that positive dynamic and not get too worried about it, not get too stressed. It's we're trying to keep everything in a light, happy mood, still working really hard to be able to compete or whatever, like be able to do well at the meet, but a lot of it is just staying positive and not getting too caught up in it. So for this meet, what are you looking forward to the most? I'm looking forward to how the team is all interacting with each other. It's so, like how Kate said with the championships, it's so exciting and everyone is so excited for each other and supportive and it's so it's very motivating, so I'm excited for that. I love this meet. I love the Battle Royale just because everyone's there regardless if you're swimming or diving. Everyone is there to um, either help out or to compete. So um, it's a great team building experience mm -hmm. as well as um, competition. Now, uh, okay, you are, you, uh, we said earlier that you are captain of the swim team. What does that mean to you? It means basically just encouraging my teammates, um, being a good um, example and for everybody and yeah. Basically that. And with this being your last year here at Prospect, what type of legacy do you want to leave? I just want everyone to um, have a positive mindset and attitude and set um, good goals for themselves. And, yeah, have right, a good well, season. <laughs> thank you guys for spending your time with us, and good luck the rest of your season. Thank, thank you. you. The Battle Royale will be this Saturday at 8. Night TV will be streaming the event from 11.45 to 3. The Battle Royale will be here at Prospect inside the Natatorium. Thank you guys again. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. here at Prospect Sports Weekly, brought to you by the Prospect Athletic Boosters, now accompanied by Tito Gavin. We're lucky to be joined by senior Chance Rolf, as well as Coach Beischer. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good today. I'm really excited to be here. All right. So, Coach, you guys are continuing to put up win after win. What do you think has helped this success? Um, we have a good senior core. These kids have been working really hard. 
um, for months and months and months. And I think that a lot of our wins to date have just uh, are attributable to, attributable to the fact that um, our players were uh, physically and mentally prepared to go play. Chance as an offensive lineman, you sit down in the trenches. What are some big differences you have seen as the season has gone on? Um, I think that, you know, game by game, we, uh, during the practice week, we get more prepared, more prepared. And so translating the practice um, reps into game reps, that really helps us, you know. Uh, and what do you feel needs to change to get better? Um, also in practice, you know, there's ups and downs. So, um, you know, when there's like a, when something goes wrong, you know, I, I got to be the guy to, you know, pick everyone back up and, you know, every, every small detail matters. So I think practice translates to games that way. Uh, Coach, what are you doing to prepare the line this week? So we have an interesting challenge this week. An opponent we haven't really played in the past on a short week. Um, so it's just about trying to simplify and uh, communicate with them about what like the most important knowledge and, and having to make some choices about what we talk about in the meeting, what we talk about in practice because we are limited on time. And then just trying to rep that as much as possible so they feel prepared in the game and the game slows down for them a bit. What is the most important knowledge? Um, this week I think it's about understanding um, their blitz package and how we're going to specifically attack our t the opponent this week, um, but then also not losing um, what we do with our technique and our steps and our communication and, and trying to worry too much about preparing for them and, and forgetting just like to do what we do and do it well. All right, so the special teams have blocked two field goals this year with one against Barrington and then one against Evanston, Evanston last week. What has contributed to this special team success? And uh, then, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, my bad. And then, and then what does like a block PAT kind of do for like a team's, the team's momentum going forward? Yeah, the special team success is just having tried to build a culture here over the last uh, several seasons, uh, trying to play impact special teams and trying to change the game on special teams and not having a transitional attitude. Like a lot of people view it like just get to the offense or the defense. Um, I've been telling our rush teams that um, we have the athletes and I think we have the plan and we just have to decide that we're going to block kicks. And so we have recently decided to do that apparently, which is good news. Um, we'll continue to make that effort in, in the right spots to go after kicks and put pressure on people. So yeah, we did block the field goal, or sorry, the extra point. That was a big deal in, because uh, it was 7-6 at that time. Also putting pressure on the punter. Um, you get some hidden yards out of that. So like we didn't get to the punter, but Rattled the punter a little bit. Second punt was like a bad shank that went about seven yards. One of them, they had a rough snap. They took a knee, which is effectively a blocked punt. So we just want to continue to apply pressure. Our defense is pressure-based. Offense puts a lot of pressure on people with the athletes that we can deploy and the different things we can do. And so we don't want to let anybody have a break uh, when it's special teams. I do love the block extra point. We talk a lot about um, what the team responds to adversity. And so if there's an extra point that we have to block, it's adversity because that means by definition our opponent has scored a touchdown. And so if we can just kind of, um, a lot of people are like dejected at that time or down themselves or um, emotionally in a crater. And so if you can just like display poise and rally and execute the plan and go block that kick, um, I love it because we, we seem to sort of steal the momentum or sap their momentum because then they leave upset 
and we leave energized even when they score a touchdown. Um, Chance, Chance, how are your relationships with your teammates, especially considering that you spend so much time with four of them on the offensive line? Um, they're really good. I think you know during the off season, like seeing them every morning in zero hour, you know that helped boost like the chemistry between our teammates. And then yeah, my four offensive linemen, you know we worked out together every day. Uh, in the off season, and then in summer camp too, we just all with each other. So our chemistry is really good. Coach, you've been coaching here for how many years now? This is my fifteenth season. So yeah, in fifteen years, you've had a lot of offensive linemen. But what about this group is special to you? I love that this group, like Chance just mentioned, they've been working together. We put them, I think, in zero hour last year, maybe in that second semester when second semester started last year, when it kind of like. Our guys from the previous year's team, some of them like left it, zero hour, et cetera. Uh, we kind of just created like O-line corner down in the weight room and it's just them every day. Uh, can't hide from each other. They're each other's mirrors to work hard. Um, they've worked incredibly hard. I think we're solid across the board. Four of them compete together um, on the throwing team in the spring, um, which again, is just more opportunity to bond and get to know what each other are doing. Um, we do have, uh, Chance and Ola are big, big starter, returning starters, like, you know, over 10 starts a piece. Um, and then other guys brought, like Tommy, uh, Tommy Joel had a spot start for us in an injury situation last year. Drew Heiss went into a big game at Hersey and then spot started the next week against Rolling Meadows. So um, those guys had that experience. You can't, there's no substitute in the offensive line for starts when it comes to, um, like, experience and execution. So we have a good amount of that coming back. Um, and yeah, they're just, they got big and strong, and most of the time they listen, uh, and it's been effective. All right, Coach, you guys lost two big name guys in left tackle Sam Segalis, who went to Illinois, and then center Clayton Camp, who went to DuPaul. And how do you like fill those open spots? Sure, well, it's important to always be um, like passively preparing for the future. So, like, you know, the guys that are behind our starters are getting like meaningful reps. Chance got reps when he was a sophomore. Other kids that were backups last year got reps, and now they're counted on to start. So just trying to make everybody feel like they're important in what they're doing. Their weight room matters. Their understanding, their observation of the guys that are in the game right now matters. Um, but yeah, I thought it was pretty selfish of Sagalis and Camp to leave. Like we could have used oh, yeah. them, right? For like, sure. What college? You know, um, those colleges aren't going to go anywhere. They've been there for like over a hundred years, so we're going to come back. I don't know. Um, but no, obviously we're proud of those guys that have gone on to have success and compete at those at the Division One level, or like all our guys that graduated are proud of those guys. But um, yeah, I think it's a sign of um, having a strong program versus having a strong team that we can lose guys like that off last year's team and still be a strong unit because we have a we have a solid program right now. Um, Chance, what has it been like filling in Clayton's shoes at center? Um, it's been interesting. I mean he. I mean, he taught me a lot last year being next to him. I was left guard last year. You know, during the offseason, we'd get some snaps up too. So he taught me a lot during that through that way. So, uh, Congrats on being named captain this year. What does it Thank mean you. to you? Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it means my teammates have trust in me, and that's what I ultimately want. And then, um, you know, I need to be, I need to be the guy who, like, you know, if something goes wrong in practice, you know, I got to be the guy to step in and, um, you know, take accountability. Mike, I need accountability, and my other teammates need accountability too. So, I like that aspect of it.
Now, with this being your senior season, what type of legacy do you want to leave? Um, I just want to win a state championship. That's, that's the only legacy I want, yeah. All right, well, thank you both for taking time out of your day to join us on Prospect Sports Weekly. We are really looking forward to a big game Thursday night. Yep, thank you. Just a reminder that week four at Maine South is this Thursday night, not Friday night, at Maine South in Park Ridge at 7 o'clock. Uh, the theme is Jersey night, and students do get in free with current ID. You can always check our Twitter feed at nighttv801 or our Instagram underscore night media for links to all of our broadcasts during the rest of the season. For the varsity game, freshman A will be the prelim game at 445. This Saturday, JV plays at 9 a.m. at Maine South with freshman V found immediately after the JV game. Don't forget to check our website at prospectornow.com for other great stories. Also, our first issue and episode of the year comes out next week, so be on the lookout for that. Remember to check in next week for our next episode brought to you by the Prospect Athletic Boosters. Thank you, Chance and Coach, for joining us again. Can't wait to hear more from you, Coach, and Chance, we wish you go with the rest of your senior season. Thank you.